The 55th Super Bowl is this weekend, and a game this big deserves a big prize, not just some trophy. So DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has up to $55 million in total prizes up for grabs with their Super Bowl prediction pool. How's that for big? All you have to do to get your share of these huge prizes is enter DraftKings' free Super Bowl prediction challenge. Once you submit your picks, you will get a free instant prize up to $25,000. And if you have the most predictions correct, you could win the top prize of $1 million. Now, for all new customers, DraftKings Sportsbook has a no-brainer of an offer. DraftKings is giving you a shot at doubling your money if a touchdown is scored in the big game. Yep, you heard that right. All it takes is one touchdown, Brady and Mahomes, and your money is doubled. Sounds like a no-brainer to me. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code BULL, B-U-L-L, to enter the free $55 million Super Bowl prediction challenge. Everyone gets an instant prize up to $25,000 just for playing. Plus, all new customers will have a shot to double their money if a touchdown is scored in the big game. That's code BULL, B-U-L-L, only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Colorado only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash predictions dash challenge dash DFS for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT or in Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. What's up, everybody? This is the SI Fantasy Podcast, another special edition. Ben Heisler, Michael Fabiano. It's presented by DraftKings and DraftKings Sportsbook. Very excited to be joined on the show today by one of the best running backs we've seen in the NFL over the last several years, a three-time Pro Bowler. He is joining us on behalf of Ego Waffles, which holds a special place in my heart as my uh, 20-month-old son's favorite breakfast food. And uh, Mark Ingram, uh, longtime running back, is good enough to join us. So, Mark, I appreciate you making time for us. And it sounds like you're you're putting a lot of smiles on a lot of parents' faces. You're helping make personalized social media videos. You're becoming a part of a movement that's getting over 1 million waffles uh, across the country to some parents that need it. People can go to legowithego.com to get all that checked out. You're, you're putting a lot of smiles on people's faces this morning. Hey, man, you're going to make me give a percentage. No, I'm just playing. You know, you plugged it. No, but uh, yeah, man, I'm here partnering with Lego with Ego. Like you said, man. I have four kids. You have a 20-month-old son. You know, the mornings can be crazy. They can be hectic. So I'm partnering with Lego, which is helping parents win and embrace the small wins. You know what I mean? You let go of that morning at mayhem, and you embrace the small wins, like the comfort of having a warm, beautiful Eggo waffle for breakfast. So uh, they're doing a great job. They're doing a great thing, like you said, giving away one million waffles. Y'all go tap in with LegoEggo.com. Because they're just trying to help the parents out, man. They're trying to help the parents let go of the morning stress, let go of the morning mayhem with ego. Embrace the small wins. It's a win for the parent. It's a win for the child. Everyone's happy. You know, the kids are happy. They're eating good. The parent gets to eat, you know, you get to have your morning cup of coffee, get to tap in with, you know, what's going on with the Joneses on CNN or on your phone, whatever your app is where you get your news source, you know, while the kids is eating ego, ego waffles. So um, my kids smash them. They had some this morning before they went to school. And uh, I smash them, too. So um, at LegoEgo.com, one million free waffles. I need all the parents to tap in because they're trying to bless y'all. They're trying to help you out. Let let go of that mayhem. Embrace the small wins. That's what we're doing. LegoEgo.com, all the social media platforms. They got it. You want to know about it? Go follow them on the social media platforms. LegoEgo.com. Hey, Lego with Ego. That's what we own. 
<laughs> this is what we need, man. We we need a, a new hype man for the world of for the world of waffles, for Ego waffles. And listen, it, it doesn't just have to be our kids, right? Like I can smash them too. I, I go almond butter with a little bit of raspberries, maybe a little bit of whipped cream on top of the waffle. Like I, I gotta know, since this is like near and dear to your heart as well. If we were doing like a, a waffle fantasy draft, right? For toppings on a waffle, and, and I say, all right, you can have syrup, you can have fruit, butter, whipped cream. Like if you have the number one pick in your Eggo Waffle Topping Fantasy Draft. Like, what's that choice for you, man? So that thing coming hot, crispy, golden, out of the toaster. Fresh slice of butter goes on immediately. Let the butter melt into the waffle. Let it soak. Let it rest. You know what I mean? Then you put the waffles. I mean, then you put the syrup on it. Then you put, you know, you slice up a little bit of the strawberries. You know, cut them very detailed and precise. Put the strawberries on top of the waffle. And if you're really feeling spiffy, you might throw some whipped cream on top of that. So, um, you know, you can freak the ego waffle however you want. You can put your own twist on it. You know, I like to do that sometimes. And then sometimes my kids, if we even in a rush, they walking out bare smashing the ego waffle. So just <laughs> no topping, no butter, no nothing. They just, I don't know, you know, the flavors, everything. You know what I mean? So, um, but that's how I'm freaking my ego waffle, you know, with a little butter, little syrup, little strawberries. And if I'm really feeling, you know, feeling good about myself, like I had some workouts in or I got a workout in coming in later, I'll throw some whipped cream on top. You know what I mean? And that's how that's how that's how we let go with my ego. Fabs, I got to tell you, just as someone who spent the last several years in Kansas City, the, the only person that I've seen talk more glowingly about food in an interview besides our guy, Mark Ingram. Andy Reid, like Andy Reid has talked about building the perfect cheeseburger. Big like, red. Yeah, big red. I, so I got to tell you, man, like this is exciting. And also it's clearly evident that, you know, you, you've not only been a great running back in the NFL for several years, but I mean, when it comes to being a hype man in this league, like that's another accolade that I think you can add to your list because for the last two years, it, it feels like you've been that number one hype man for Lamar Jackson. You know, if you had a microphone, you got behind it to tell the world about your guy. Like he won an MVP, he won a playoff game. And I'm wondering for someone that's gotten to spend the last couple of years playing alongside with Lamar, why do you think that, that just so many traditional talent evaluators, like they just can't seem to give Lamar that credit that he's rightfully earned? Man, listen, man, when you when you good at what you do, there's always going to be haters. There's always going to be people that doubt you. And, um, you know, that's sometimes motivating. That, that keeps a chip on your shoulder. That keeps a fire lit up under you. And um, Lamar literally, I don't know why people, you know, don't give my guy the credit that he's due. Um he, he, he's done it on in the college level. He's done it in the high school level. He's done it on the pro level. Like, it's time to get a man the credit. And, you know, um, he could do everything, man. He could, he's obviously as gifted as a runner with the ball as we've ever seen from the quarterback position. Um, he can make every throw possible. We've seen it. You can pull it up, you know, outside the numbers, deep passes, short passes. Like, he can make every throw in the book. Um, you know, it's just what, we just got to continue to improve, continue to get better. And he will, man, because he's a hard worker, man. And, um with the weight on his shoulders and all the criticism, he just lets that walk, you know, roll right off his back, man. He's built for it. And um, he'll be a great player in this league for a long time. And uh, I'm happy for him. And he's going to continue to get better, man. He's still so young, man. That's what's scary. His best, his best years are still ahead of him. So um, I'm excited for him. You know, that's my guy for life. And, um, you know, I just go hard for my people, man. So um, if, if, if I'm with you and you my guy and I rock with you and I love you, I'm going to go hard for you. You know what I mean? I'm rocking with Eggos right now. I'm rocking with Eggo Waffles right now. I'm going to go hard for them. They're my people. So uh, whoever I'm with, I'm going to go hard about that. I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to turn, turn up for them. And uh, that's, that's just what I do. I show love to my people. Mark, number one, I'm hungry now. Uh, I'm into the blueberry. 
uh, egos, man. So you can hit me up with a stack of those. I'd be thrilled at this point. You can actually hand them off to me. You'll play quarterback. I'll be the back. Thank you. I need some of that, my man. So you talked about playing with Lamar Jackson, obviously a very mobile quarterback. And then in New Orleans, you played with Drew Brees, more of a pocket passer type. What are the advantages of playing with each style of quarterback uh, in the National Football League as it pertains to being a running back? Well, Drew Brees, man, uh, he is just a, a technician at the position. Like, um, he will dissect your defense if you're not giving him, you know, looks that kind of confuse him, which doesn't happen often, but he will dissect your, you know, your defense. You know, he's uh, switching protections at the line of scrimmage, switching plays at the line of scrimmage. He's um, knowing the coverage of how they're going to roll the safeties, how they're going to try to stop our offense. They know how he, he knows that stuff. He's studying that stuff, and he just knows how to attack it. And um, Lamar, man, like you said, one of the most – probably the most mobile quarterback we've ever seen, right? And um, you could literally have the perfect defense drawn up. Everybody covered. Guys have contained, you know, and he somehow finds a way to squeeze through the line of scrimmage and outrun your linebacker and make your safety miss to get third and 14 when you had the perfect defensive call. I mean, that's the ultimate equalizer, and that's how Lamar makes you pay. Like, and if you want to, you know, if you if you rush him, he kind of buys time and he makes a throw. If you uh, if you if you sit back in the zone, he'll pick you apart with his arm because he can throw. But um, the ultimate equalizer with him is I've seen it like third and sixteen, second and eighteen. Like the defense has everyone covered downfield. The, the, the defensive line has contained on the edges, not let them break the pocket. But somehow he just squirms through, makes a lineman miss, outruns the linebacker, breaks the safety, first down, chains moving, defensive coordinator's mad, and he don't know what to do. But um, both of them are tremendous quarterbacks, man. Um, I'm blessed to been have been able to have the opportunity to play both of them. Drew Brees, the first battle Hall of Famer. Lamar Jackson has the opportunity to be a Hall of Famer. He has to continue to improve, continue to get better, continue to perfect his craft, and he will. Um, that's what he's built for, and uh, he's been doing it his whole life. So um, I'm just blessed being, at, being able to play with both those quarterbacks. You know, Mark, you spoke glowingly about both of those quarterbacks. You've spoken very highly of, of Ego Waffles. You've been talking about everybody else, but I want to talk about you for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> as somebody who has been you know, one of the better NFL running backs, especially at, at yards after contact like you just throw dudes off of you and that's sort of symbolic uh, to the way that you like to play the game and that's grown man strength that's something that you know I, maybe i shouldn't speak for fabs but me personally like i'm not throwing anybody off of me i don't know what that's like <laughs> no I, i'm not either <laughs> i'm not underestimating you man you might be able to give a little somebody a little swipe pass throw them on keep running you know i'm not underestimating you you got goals. Like we're, we're going to work towards it. We're just not there yet. But is, is there anything more fun maybe other than scoring a touchdown about just taking another big, strong human being and just ah, toss him off to the side? Yeah. Scoring a touchdown is awesome. But anytime you got a defender and you can just stiff arm them into the ground and keep going or break them and keep going, you hear the crowd go, ooh, or ah. And when you run it for a touchdown and you look at the film later and you say, okay, yeah, I got him up off me. Get up off me. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's a good feeling when you throw a grown man to the ground in front of his family on TV and you keep going. <laughs> yeah, but, I, I don't you know, think... It works the other way, too. It works the other way, too, sometimes. So you always got to stay on your P's and your Q's. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to experience that feeling of throwing another grown man to the ground, unfortunately. But 
That's why I'm a fantasy football analyst and not an NFL <laughs> player. Speaking of NFL players, I, I will admit to you, I have a very unhealthy fantasy man crush on J.K. Dobbins. I think this yeah. kid is going to be an absolute superstar in the that national said, unhealthy. He already showed some flashes of it uh, during his rookie campaign, Mark. Tell everybody out there why J.K. Dobbins deserves to be a high-round draft pick in 2021 fantasy leagues and what he brings to the table uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. Hey, man, that's why you're the best at what you do. I mean, you just made the call. J.K. Dobbins is definitely a high-value pick for your fantasy leagues. I mean, this guy, you saw what he did to the end of the year. Man, he had what I think – a touchdown in every game leading up until the last game that we played. So, um, obviously, he's getting fed. You know what I mean? They will feed the J.K., you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, he's just a, he's a good back, man. He's a good back. He's going to be a good player in this, league, in this league for a long time. He he can run inside. He can run outside. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. Um, does well in pass protection. So, um, he's going to continue to, uh, uh, you know, improve on his game. And he's only going to continue to improve. So, um, that's a good pick by my guy Mike right here. And um, that's why he's the best at what he does for making calls. And, uh, you know, like he did with my guy, J.K. So um, wishing all the best for J.K. Look at you, Fabs. You're already getting preseason awards. Like the season isn't over. We got J.K. Right. in the top 10. Like this is uh, this Mark, is Mark well I'll, I'll send you that uh, $20 on Venmo once we're done here, pal. All good. When you win your league, just give me a small percentage. It's all good. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mark, you've got, a chance, you've got a chance to play for some pretty incredible coaches over the course of your career. You obviously have Nick Saban at Alabama, uh, Sean Payton in New Orleans, John Harbaugh. Uh, any good stories about playing for, for dudes that have gotten to that championship level? They're intense, but they, uh, I've heard they also have a pretty funny side to them too. Yeah, they, they, um, they all are kind of like, you know, they're all very driven. They're all very focused on the task at hand, which is winning. You know what I mean? So they're all you know, all their energy is focused towards winning. But they all think they're jokesters. They all think they got jokes and, and they clown a little bit. But they're not funny. They're not funny. No, they are. They are. No. All of them are cool. Coach Saban, he's cool, man. Sean is the man. And Harv's, man. Uh, my last two years with Harv's has been, uh, you know, great, great. Uh, it's been great with the Ravens. So uh, I've been thankful, been blessed to be able to play for three amazing coaches who have winning culture and who are personable with the men in their locker room. Uh, that's something that I respect the most is uh, just personal treat men with respect and, um, you know, uh, treat men as men and with much respect. So I appreciate all three of my coaches that I played for since I've been in college, even before that, my high school coaches. I appreciate them, too, because all of them uh, kind of developed me to what I am right now uh, talking to you guys. So Sean Payton, Nick Saban, um, you know, Coach Harbs, you know, Coach Lee, high school. Um, I'm thankful to, to all those guys, man. They've uh, – definitely made a positive impact on my life. Right, Mark, I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit. Besides yourself, of course, who is the best running back to ever come out of Alabama? Okay. See, you know, everyone wants to go with the Derrick Henry answer right now, right? So besides my husband, everyone wants to go with Derrick Henry, which is justified. The man is running crazy right now. I just went for 2008 person in the history of the league. So congrats to my guy, D. Henry. But, you know, we go back. You know, you got Sean Alexander, a legend in his own right, MVP in his own right in the NFL. Um, you know, many guys, man. So uh, Sean Alexander, Derrick Henry, uh, you know, it had to be one of those guys other than myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was the first one to do it. You know what I mean? So I ain't new to it. I'm true to it. You know what I mean? But, uh, no, but um, Sean Alexander, Derrick Henry, you know, we RBU, man. I'll go down the list, you know. Trent Richardson, Eddie Lacy, Kenyon Drake, TJ Yeldon, 
um, Josh Jacobs. We got Najee Harris coming out this year. Um, we got more dogs in the stable waiting to be unleashed at Bama. Uh, this is RBU. So uh, the best of all of us is irrelevant because we all the best. We RBU. We holding it down for the RB. So roll tide all day, every day. And we're going to see another legendary RB next year suiting up for the Crimson Tide. So roll tide, baby. Yeah, it's, it's just unfair, Fabs, the amount of insane talent to come out of the University of Alabama yeah. year after year after year. Rest of college football fans are like, hey, we, we want a shot. Like, let's just give us something. <laughs> but uh, it continues to be absolutely, like you said, RBU. Mark, you've been super generous with your time. I just have a couple quick questions for you. First of all, going back to you personally, you know, what what's next for you, man? Is there a, a potential situation where you guys and your agents, you're talking about what's next and, and what you'd ultimately like to do next year and trying to find that right team and right connection? Where do you currently stand with that man um I'm, I'm i'm excited about the opportunity man um unfortunately the season happened the way it did but you know i'm i'm fortunate because i'm healthy i'm fresh and i feel great you know i can play this game at a high level and uh whatever team that i do go to uh they're getting somebody who's hungry who has a chip on his shoulder and who can still play this game at a high level can be a explosive a playmaker for your team and uh be a great person for the locker room and for the city so um i'm excited about the opportunity i don't know where i'm gonna land yet um, I just want to go to a team that, uh, you know, who needs me, the team who wants me. And, uh, you know, I'll be excited to, you know, bring, you know, everything that I can bring to, to that organization, to that team, to that city. So, um, you know, I know I can still play this game at a high level. I'm excited to play this game at a high level. I'm fresh going to my new team. I'm healthy going to my new team. So I'm just excited about what the future holds. And, um, you know, we'll see who's interested. We'll see who's calling. And we'll make the right decisions for uh, where I'm best suited. So. Um, obviously want to win the championship. Obviously want to run for a lot more yards. I'm trying to run down 10,000, trying to make it to that 10,000 rushing yard club. So um, got a lot of got a lot of work to do, but I'm excited about it and I'm working for it. Whatever comes next, man, we're wishing you all the best. Before we let you go, you know this Chiefs team really well. You played them the last couple of years. They've had some tough matchups with you guys and you've held them close. Uh, I, I don't know if you had an opportunity to, to go up against Tampa the last couple of years, but do you have a prediction for the game between Kansas City and Tampa Bay and, and who you like? I haven't went against the new, the new Tampa, you know, but I did play Tampa twice a year for eight years. But um, so I know their defense is stout. I know their defense is strong. But, um, yeah, the Chiefs, they're a problem, man. You know, I've played them the past two years. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that Mahomes, dude, he's a problem. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, everything, they, 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 everything they put around them, all the playmakers, you know what I mean? Uh, it's, it's tough, man. And then the defense. They're just opportunistic, you know what I mean? They're opportunistic, and uh, they, they create turnovers. They create negative plays, and they just do it. They do a good job, man. They're well-coached. Their entire team is well-coached. And, um, you know, the Bucks, they're hot, man. They, they hit their stride at the right time. Tom Brady's doing his thing. You know, you can never go against him. Once six Super Bowls, he's going for his seventh. And, um, you know, they're well-coached with Arians, uh, defense that's stout, got playmakers that running back, receivers, tight ends. Uh, got, got a good offensive line. So um, it's going to be a good game, man. It's going to be a good game. And uh, uh, I, I don't know what to do. I'm kind of torn between it. But somehow I think Mahomes is going to find a way to score one more point than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know what I mean? I think it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a dogfight, a battle. Uh, it'll probably come down to whoever has the ball last. But for some reason, I just think Mahomes is going to find a way to score one more point than the other team. And, um, you know, it's just tough, man. That dude's special, and uh, he's a difference maker. Uh, you know, he's a difference <laughs> for sure. One-point prediction win from our guy, Mark Ingram. Appreciate you making time for us, man. Continue success, continue good health, and uh, Fabs and I are going to go heat up some waffles now, man. Appreciate your time. Yep. Let go with Ego.com. 
check them out. One million free waffles. <laughs>